0: Good afternoon and welcome to Susan Harmon Experience. Uh, this is Susan speaking and I'm having an experience. How about you, Eric? Are you experiencing anything great today? Well, we're all having an experience right now <laughs> <laughs> oh as we God. continue with this you know,
1: worldwide pandemic. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice day here in the Puget Sound, so not going to complain. We got a three-day weekend and all that stuff, so... Yeah,
0: it's it's, uh, it's going to be very, very nice. Uh, we're uh, uh, here, I believe, opening up too soon. In Arizona? Uh, in Arizona, yeah. right. And I just had a, 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 a on Instagram a woman who was like in San Diego going, Thank God, we're opening back up in San Diego and we can go to restaurants. I'm like, oh, you know. It worries me when you do it too soon. Agreed. Uh, because it's going to end up being longer. Mm-hmm. Rather to rather to bite the bullet at the front end than have to keep chewing on it, you know, down the road. Yep. So that's just my view. Uh, I think it's a view of many scientists. Yeah. Politicians. Um, and so that's a. You know, that's and our guest today is a really good friend of mine. Uh, this is more of a chit chat thing. Uh, today, uh, Pina Belgrano, she and I have been friends for a number of years. I prefer and
1: to call it a freewheeling discussion
0: than a there ch- you a go. Thing. And, and, and <laughs> we're just freewheeling discussion that is our strong suit here, Eric. It is <laughs> It's <laughs> we well, it's our at. wheelhouse. It is a wheelhouse. We're going to have a guest next week, I just uh, want to briefly say. Now, my speech may not be as clear as it has been in the past. I have not been drinking. Uh, I've had dental work done. (laughs) And so it has impacted a little bit. I can tell the difference. I've had other people say, well, you sound fine to me. But to me, there's a little blur in there. So just to let our audience know. No, Susan has only been drinking water. Uh, but, um, my tooth—I had dental surgery on Monday, and this tooth came out in three pieces. And uh, uh, it, uh, after the novocaine wore off, <laughs> you know, it was a little painful. I went back on Wednesday for the post-op, and he says you're like eighty percent healed. If I, if I hadn't known, I'd done this myself, I would have said it'd been at least a week like well that's my mouth and uh, it's a little uncomfortable still so i'm working on it I'm, I'm trying to to get it better i didn't want them to lo- loosen up the little metal things you know because i didn't want it to be too loose in my mouth so i'm working on it but i'm getting better i don't sound that bad do i
1: no you sound great and we should get uh, back to it, reintroducing our guests that we never got to, yes.
0: unfortunately. Yes. We started the, And here we go. Our, with the other part of our wheel
1: wheelhouse <laughs> and our freewheeling discussion. Our freewheeling is discussion. Going off on tangents.
0: <laughs> Pina Belgrano, hey, welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> she is really good at the freewheeling discussions, as are we, Eric. So this is going to be a kind of a free for all discussion. Um, Saying whatever, but I did want to bring up that next week, um, uh, Gentry Lang is an old friend of mine uh, who's going to be on. Uh, He uh, is running for Secretary of State in uh, Washington State, and what we're going to talk about is why that office is important, and and you know uh, what what. What does it do? Because a lot of the things that we, we we have elections on, we don't even know what the what that person does if we vote for them, and we're like, eh, I don't know what they do, I don't care. But some things have a lot more impact on your life than you realize, and that's what we want to talk about because this upcoming. Uh, presidential election that we have this year and the senators and you know other things this is a very pivotal election in 2020 I mean it truly is Uh, it's going to say a lot about what direction what direction we go and the the whole COVID-19 on top of that is, I mean, we have so many things happening at one time. We have the COVID-19. Uh, I talked last week about the opioid epidemic, uh, talking about what is happening with minorities in our country, where we are with climate change, uh, how all of these things impact your life and my life. When people say, well, people have to get back to work, and uh, we need to, you know, one of the things that I'm concerned about is, uh, you know, Department of Interiors is while we're not looking and while the Navajo Nation has the highest per capita rate of COVID deaths, um, they want to sell off land ar- around where these people are trying to stay alive to the oil and, and petroleum companies, uh, because that's who they care about. And its it bothers me when I read an Instagram message from a woman who's like... And I can get my Louis Vuitton bag now to the stores. I hope we, we can continue to shop and like lady, designer merchandise is not as valuable as a human life. And it, it amazes me uh, what people consider important. Well I need to get my well, I need to get my hair done too. But, you know, it's not getting my hair done is not worth uh, me being asymptomatic and exposing right. someone. Uh, it's, it's, it's not worth taking that, uh, that risk, you know. Uh, and I'm not coming from a place of fear at all. Uh, I'm coming from a place of let's be sensible. Now, Pina has dual citizenship, um, the United States and Italy, right?
2: And well, the EU basically. <clears throat> so, Italian citizen, but I'm a citizen of the EU. So I could live anywhere in the EU if I choose to.
0: <laughs> Lucky for me. That is really cool. And um, so, one of the things you've told me in the past about how about the Italian government sends you a ballot uh, every election.
2: Right. So the way the voting system is in Italy is that. You have the right to vote from anywhere you are, not only in Italy, but in the world. So you don't have to be registered in the region, which equals states here, that you live in. And the government goes even a step further. For people that have residents abroad, they will send every mail, in fact, I should just receive one in the mail now, your voter reminder. And I love that, that is-
0: voter reminder.
2: And it's actually they've been sending ballots now the last two years where you fill in your ballot and you mail it to your closest consular general. So the jurisdiction, mine, would be like in San Francisco, which they cover Washington State, Idaho, Alaska, and Northern California. So, in Oregon, obviously. So that's where I send my vote in. So it doesn't matter. And in Italy, you just go and show your ID at any ballot, and you vote. You cast your vote, and it registers that you have voted. You cannot go into a different region and vote a second time. And I don't understand how the system here is so archaic that you've got the delegates. You got—I still don't understand the system here. I mean, everybody. Um, should my vote.
0: belief, and this is a belief—I'm—I'm I'm not saying it's a fact. My belief is the more complicated you can make things, the easier you can mess around with them. Uh, if you can keep if you keep things simple it's really hard to mess it up
2: yeah but you would think maybe this was put in place
0: when was it
2: whatever you know the
0: republic you know was was focused. well we didn't now- start out with an electoral college uh, that came in later not that much later but it did come in and the idea initially was well uh, it shouldn't just be, uh, you know, urban cities and all that, and in dense populations, deciding the vote—that everybody should have a voice—and and, you know that there's some reason reasoning to that. But where we are now, when we have, you know, how many more uh, popular votes did Clinton get in uh, 2016? Eric, do you remember? It was like it was about three million. Yeah, about three million. That's a tidy, tidy <laughs> number. Yeah. You know three million and and even though and this is this is the other part that I really want to get through to people today about misinformation. We are rife with misinformation. The thing that Trump and his cronies do best is misdirect uh, mi- mi- misinform. We have we, we're almost becoming um, numb to the to his lies. Because it's a daily thing for three, what, how long now? Over three years? Yep. Daily, daily, every day, lying. And what he'll do is any, you know, projection. Everybody knows what projection is, right? So one of the best techniques with misinformation is to accuse somebody else. It's called gaslighting. Accuse somebody else of doing what you're doing. Well, gaslighting is making people think they're crazy. But if if I if I say, uh, well, Pina, you have a radio show. You you can, you have this ability to do all of this. I don't know what what you're complaining about. You can get on the air anytime and say anything you want. <laughs> well, that's not true, is it? No.
2: And the problem is that he keeps repeating it to the point where the lies become almost truth. Because
0: you just keep repeating, and you just well that, that was what who who was it in in the in the Hitler's administration, uh, the, Go Goebbels, yeah. And he, you tell a lie long enough, and people believe you. Um, the one that I've been hearing, I I would say at least a half a dozen people have said to me, "Well, you know, they're saying more people have died of COVID nineteen than actually have." Completely it's exactly false. The, completely false it's exactly the opposite so somebody went on social media then it got reposted reposted here there and and so when people are saying that they heard it from someone who heard it from someone who heard it from someone no one checks the facts it's completely false in fact uh, what Florida and Georgia have done is uh, really mess their you know make their numbers look uh, better than they are
2: Well, it was even a question with Governor Inslee the other day. One of the reporters asked them about the same. And there's over, they were saying there's over 3,000 cases that they have to really look at how they really died because of the different complications of COVD. But they were not classified as COVD, right? Right. So the numbers are bigger than what they actually are. Correct. You know, the Republicans and Libertarians go on a rampage saying, you know, on the Facebook, this pandemic is, there's no
0: pandemic, um, you know. Yeah, because they can't even get outside of the city they live in, much less the county or the state, and forget getting outside of the United States because it's the only thing that matters. They don't pay attention to the rest of the planet.
2: Yeah, and they just keep harping on it that it's exaggerated, that it takes away their individual rights. Like just yesterday, a bunch of uh, home, uh, owners of gyms were <laughs> again. Where everybody
0: sweats, have,
2: you know, protesting about their right to open. It's like, you know, and then somebody said, "Well, okay, fine. Why doesn't everybody? Why don't we give everybody an N95 and open everything up?" It's like, are you
0: serious? I mean,
1: <laughs> first of all, we didn't have enough. And 95 masks for the, exactly. you know, the first for responders. For the doctors yeah.
0: and nurses, right. Exactly.
2: But they're refusing to wear it in the first place. Now. Right. Saying, okay, open everything up and just give
0: us a mask. Yes. They're not going to wear it anyway. No. You. Well, let me ask you, what did people do before we had gyms? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we got lots They walked. Yep. They
0: rode a bicycle. <laughs> they did jumping jacks in their right. backyard. Yep. You know? I mean, come on. Gym is not essential. And I'm tired of, you know, and I mean, and this woman, well, with my Louis Vuitton bag, I was like, you know what? I, it just was like, oh, you know, going shopping was more important to her than anything else. Well, yeah, I'd like a new pair of shoes. And I don't like ordering shoes. I'll order clothes online. But shoes, God, it's so hard. You really have to see how they fit, you know? <laughs> <That's> true, <laughs> and well, so <laughs> and,
2: and the latest. There was a study done by uh, researchers at Columbia University that basically stated that over thirty five thousand lives could have been saved if the measures were taken earlier, like the first week of March, rather than like March nine, rather than the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. And so, well, you know, the numbers. Getting bigger and bigger.
0: Well, right now we're at what ninety-five thousand.
2: So today dead? is ninety-five thousand fifty-two
0: cases. I mean
2: deaths, and one million five hundred eighty-three five six one
0: cases. Are so we reaching one? In our country. And we by the end of Memorial Day weekend, we will have over a hundred thousand dead, and that is a low number. I am here to say anyone who believes that it is overcounted, you're wrong. this isn't a matter of opinion. this right. is a fact right It yes. is underreported. So we probably have, I don't know, we're probably over a hundred thousand right now. In the United States, we learned of COVID-19 at the same time that South Korea did and we went two completely different routes. We have. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. If you're a Trump supporter, shame on you, seriously, because this man is not only mentally ill, he's a bully, and he's lying to you. His only—he's been a con artist his entire life. This is what he does. He has driven every business into the ground he does bankruptcy so he doesn't have to pay the people that work for him
1: right. right. this
0: is not a good human being he is not a good businessman he is a an evil person I'm sorry I wish him well as a human being I hope he gets the help he needs and oh yeah I learned a new term last week with a Woman. Did I, what is this one about something about having some kind of a, a thing about Trump uh that you, oh, God, she said, need help. I had to look up the initials. Uh, Trump, it's like, because you think that he's bad, he really is a wonderful man. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> Like Trump delusion something yeah. syndrome yeah. or something. Yeah. And they had That's to make up. He,
0: yeah. yeah, they made this thing up. Yeah. That actually started as a thing about saying what, how crazy he was, and they turned it around and made it, well, you just don't like him because you're crazy. Right, right. Yeah. You know. Do you want to mock- oh, okay. What? <laughs> Do
2: you want to hear the latest that I um that I read up on it, a filmmaker, a New York filmmaker called Eugene Jarecki set up a fifty six foot billboard in Times Square.
0: Uh-huh. And he
2: called it Trump Death Clock. And it keeps a tally Trump. death clock. Okay. So, so and it keeps a tally of all the human lives that have been lost.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's another thing that Trump is probably going to get himself involved in, which he has no business doing. But the governor of South Dakota um, has been fighting with uh, several tribes there who are uh, stopping people. Not everybody going through which they have every right to do. They're a sovereign nation going through their land and making sure that they're not spreading COVID-19. And she's like, well, it, anybody should be able to drive through there. It shouldn't be stopped. And they're like, well, we're not stopping anyone who has, um, um who has, uh, you, you know, what do you call it? Uh, they're, they're, that are essential. Right. And they said ranchers are essential because, you know, they come through and all of this, but they've, The fact is, they've rerouted very, very few people. But the people that, so you get rerouted. It happens when they're working on roads all the time. You have to get rerouted. I've been rerouted for forest fires. You know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of reasons. And very frankly, the indigenous populations it's like they want them to die. That's I think it's 46 per thousand with the Navajo, and it's one per thousand in New York. They have the highest rates per capita of death from COVID-19. And it's like, well, we don't care anything about those people. Well, I do. And the governor of South Dakota uh, has now uh, asked the White House to intervene against these tribes. Okay. So... Wow. I had this
1: Maybe they should just build a wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They need t- dead on board. Yeah. I mean, well maybe, maybe that, maybe that would but and now that you've brought up the wall, we're going to skip over over to that. Um, the environmentalists again. I'm gonna tell you right now, you idiots that think that's gonna stop these immigrants from coming in. No, it's not. They can go over, they can go under. I ever heard of a ladder? You know. <laughs> ever heard of a tunnel? But what you're doing is preventing migrating animals from moving. They are. swallows only grow in Arizona. They're incredible, and right now they're blooming. It's so beautiful. Just like they have these little little halos of white flowers around them. They're absolutely beautiful plants, and they're endangered. And they're destroying them. It is against the law to dig up uh, swarrow cactuses. And yet, they're bulldozing swarrows to build a stupid wall that isn't going to do anything but line the pockets of the construction companies that are building the wall. That's it. That's all it's going to do. It's going to destroy the environment. It's going to destroy migrating animals. It's destroying plants that can't be replaced. For what? To spend all this money for what? It's useless, and there are so many better ways. There's drones, for one thing. There's so many better ways to check the border than this. I mean, it it, comes, it,
2: it, it's yeah. Talking about immigrants, um, just a couple of days ago, I saw something that um, several patients in Guatemala they were sent back, the ones infected. So
0: right. They
2: just send them back, and they put them into
0: i mean right they put they put them in um uh, um locked from where obviously they they got it
2: here right
0: well you want to know you want to know what why didn't they just confine them here until they get well you know what when trump has touted his ban on chinese uh flying into the united states first of all any chinese that are flying all they'll do is that they have enough money, they're going to fly to another country and then fly from there into the United States. That was, you know, it's so like, much like the wall, it doesn't do anything. If somebody wants to to do it, they're going to do it. And there's a lot of ways if you want to find out who is coming in and who isn't, there's much better ways of doing it. You know. I
2: love I love the attorney general of um, Michigan just yesterday, you know, when he showed up at the Ford plant and refused to wear a mask. He was given a mask. She called him, you know, the peddling child that refuses to follow the rules. Of course, he blasted her on on his Twitter today, you know. I mean, it's like she was saying basically it's like, why is he acting like that? It's like, you know, he basically calls the plant to be after he left. They have to clean it. They have to disinfect it. You know? That's it's right. Like, you know, she's like, he's just a total ridiculous person. It's like, I'm so ashamed to have him as president.
0: You know? Well, like here, here's the thing. We have we have a mentally ill person uh, as president, and we have as vice president a radical religious right um, uh, human being who who thinks that gay people can be uh given treatment to get rid of their gayness right i I had a very dear friend that got put into one of those programs years ago and it just almost destroyed him almost destroyed him those are it, it, that uh, what's the therapy called immersion therapy immersion uh, conversion I knew it was it was one of those version things <laughs> conversion therapy you don't convert anybody from being who they are right you know what is wrong with accepting every human being right where they are and Pina and I had this discussion earlier this morning and I'm like I don't I don't hate Trump I actually feel sorry for him I just don't want him to have in, be in a position to destroy everybody's lives. Right. That that's the problem with me. I felt the same way about Bush. I I felt sorry for him. His mom didn't love him. Do you know what I mean? I I felt sorry for him. I didn't want him to be president, but I didn't hate him. And actually, now he he doesn't look as bad as he did back then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: what I'll I'll go to my grave never understanding is, you know. I can kind of understand how people could be conservative, uh, you know, if they subscribe to that philosophy. But when their leaders are people like Bush or Trump who are completely inept and incompetent and, you know, basically mess up the country that they're leading, wouldn't you be even more upset than the liberal opposition that the person that is supposed to be flying the banner for your beliefs is— such a screw up, you know, know. it's so inarticulate. So yeah, you wouldn't you be embarrassed beyond belief and want to do anything you could to get rid of that person and never have them in your party or have any kind of power rather than lining up behind them in lockstep. I just, I'll never understand that if we had somebody like that on the left Let's say Trump decided to pretend he was a Democrat, (laughs) you know, I I would never vote for him in a million years. And I would have uh, gladly, let's say he was running for against Romney or McCain or somebody like that. I would have voted for them, even though I don't agree with their policies, just because I couldn't stand the idea of somebody that, you know, incompetent flying the banner for my beliefs.
0: I I totally agree with you. I mean, Romney has proven that he's an honorable person. He proved that during the impeachment hearings. He said, I took a vow, and I take my vows to to God very seriously.
2: It it comes down to who is the better human being, you know, regardless of...
0: Doesn't it? You know? Yeah. And when I hear people say to, oh, all politicians are like... That is not true. Right. And we have to quit doing. Not all doctors are alike. Not all politicians are alike. Not all radio hosts are alike. I mean,
1: <laughs> true enough. You
0: know, I mean, we've had that discussion, haven't we, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, there are good and bad and everything. There are ministers that that their religion is not what I'm. Is not my beliefs, but I really have incredible respect for them. I mean, I've received some of the best prayer work from people who have very different views than I do, but I honor them for who they are. I mean, I did a a, a thing in White Center some years ago. There was a a, a Latina uh, fundamentalist Christian church that wanted to do – a parade because they were doing drug and alcohol you know intake and doing all that and I knew they could get to people that I couldn't get to and so they didn't know how to do the paperwork I helped get them through all that to get the uh, permits and you know and all the things they needed and they asked me to be part of their parade I felt very honored and I had this horse-drawn carriage for me and as we stood there at the beginning of the parade cutting the ribbon with these me and these uh, Latino uh, ministers and they, when the way they call Jesus is senor, senor, you know, and, and I'm standing there with these these ministers and they're they're invoking Christ. And I'm telling you, I felt energy coming up through the soles of my feet and all the way through my body. I said, these men are, are invoking spirit. Now, their views were different than mine, but I know spirit when I see it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to come in a package that looks familiar to me. And I honor that. I mean, I think we need to, to, a church I belonged to years ago in um, Santa Fe, New Mexico, it was a metaphysical church, and our church, church tithed to a fundamentalist Christian church on the border that was helping people, you know, getting clothes and food and all to, to these people in these villages that didn't have that, and we tithed to them. They were, Their views were very different than ours, but they were doing good work. And I think it's really important for us to be in that kind of a place, to recognize when somebody is doing something positive and build on that. You know, John McCain, I didn't agree with him, but I've always felt him to be an honorable man. Definitely, definitely. And I would rather be working with someone, and then for Trump to be so disrespectful, to a man who who carried lifelong injuries from being a prisoner of war, and to be so disp- what do they what do they call him? Corporal uh, bone spurs or, 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 <laughs> or whatever.
2: it comes down to he's jealous of everybody. He's jealous of Obama. He's you know he was jealous on McCain. You know he was the hero that he wished he could have been, where he actually ended up, you know dodging, just like he dodged you know, his, um, the military, he's dodging the, the virus. He's done, that's what he's done.
0: Well, yeah. And, and honestly, I was an anti-war activist, Mm -hmm. but I felt I was an honorable person for holding the views that I held and follow and being true to them, Mm -hmm. you know, but I never, you know, I mean, we did a show, a while back, I had uh, Alder and her husband, um, Eddie, Eddie, uh, is an Iraqi, uh, war vet, uh, really great guy. I would love to see him have a show on KKNW, just putting in a plug there for the station because <laughs> he would be really good. He has a wonderful voice and he's an intelligent person and he's been through a lot. And I think he has a lot of information to share with people, um, uh, we we didn't have the same views, but there's a love and respect between us. And you know, we talked about this this morning, Pina, when you you were saying, you said, well, he just loves himself. I said, no, he doesn't know what love is. It's very. It, that's why I feel so sorry for him, because he really doesn't know anything about love. You know, when it says in the Bible, oh, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you don't love yourself, you cannot love your neighbor. And I'm not talking about self-indulgence, you know, or, or, you know, or, uh, just, you know, doing nice things for yourself or, or whatever. I'm talking about actual loving your own, your own spirit, your own, your own self, your own body. And that's, that's very important to love yourself. Then you know how to love others. And, um, if you don't understand love and you don't know love, you can't give love. And, and truly love is the single most important thing that any of us can experience. You know, it's, it, there's nothing greater than the love we have for one another. And, uh, you know, I, I want to share, you know, last week I shared a little bit about, um, my friend Leanda's, uh, sister, uh, passing from an overdose. Um, uh, Another dear friend's mother passed yesterday. She was 92, but she, my friend lives in Colorado and her mother's in a, was in a nursing home in uh, New Jersey and she flew there a few days ago. Everything just went like clockwork and she could stand, she had had her visit, she couldn't have another one and she stood outside the window and started singing. Hymns to her mother through the window. She has a beautiful singing voice too. What she didn't know was, in the until later, the room above her mother's window was the break room for the nurses and the orderlies, and they were they they heard her singing and they began crying. They were so touched and so moved, and they came down and gave her flowers. And I just think that that is. Absolutely beautiful thing to share with our audience. You know this kind of love, and when you have that kind of love and you're sending that out, she was singing to her mother, but it touched everyone that heard her voice and heard her singing from love. And that's a that's a good thing to know because love spreads and it builds on itself. You know, there's a there's an old uh, saying with uh, certain native tribes that says there's two wolves inside of you that are fighting. And the the grandson that the grandfather is telling this story to says, well, how do I know which one wins? He says, the one you feed, that's the one that wins. I so love if you that f-
2: quote. Yeah, I love Isn't that not it? Quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, yeah. even now in the middle of this pandemic, right, it, it also, the way it's been addressed now by him, Promoting, endorsing the drug that he claims to take, which I know what he's taking. I would not believe it. So he keeps endorsing. He comes back to it as a decision. Well, he just wants to make money. Yeah. And then, you know, he he blesses anybody, any scientist worldwide, you know, pulls out of the WHO.
0: I mean... Oh, pulling of this, out of I another know. treaty, too. Well, right? Uh, yeah, we're... we're we're becoming a rogue nation. I mean, okay, but yeah. we're, we have to take a break. I'm, I'm like, we're talking and talking. We need to take a short break. Uh, we're going to come back. I want to talk about, hey, folks, this morning at uh, 1039 uh, Pacific time, the new moon came in almost exactly 2 hours ago the the new moon entered and this is, I'm going to talk a little bit about that a little bit about astrology but we're going to continue to talk about both the upcoming election and covid 19 and the impact of those things on our lives these are important issues that we're going through and you have to do more than one thing you can't just say i'm going to live my life as good as possible but i have no social contract you have a social contract and you have a contract to yourself you have to do it all you have to do everything all right i don't care sounds like a lot but you can do it you can do it you can do it all right darlings We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Susan Harmon Experience. She on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Are you ready to become comfortable
1: in your own skin? The Vast Institute's encouraging curriculum is designed to infuse your world with optimism and creative life solutions. Our four pillars of learning provide a holographic toolkit taking you to the next level. If you're ready to experience a quality of life currently beyond your imagination, call us at 206-935-7872 or visit our website at vastinstitute.com to discover how to enrich your life at work or play. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back medium Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer with evidence of eternity and shared near-death experiences. On Saturday, we feature Pamela Osley in an encore presentation about the meaning of the colors in your aura. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007.
0: We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150.
1: Susan Harmon is offering her skills as an intuitive counselor, medium, and energy healer via phone or Skype with her audience at a reduced rate of $40 for the first half hour. Susan listens to your guidance and gives what is needed for you in the present moment. Email susan at susanharmon.com and put I Love the Susan Harmon Hour in the subject line. This is a limited time offer, so set up your appointment by emailing susan at susanharmon.com today. Alternative Talk 1150, it's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA.
0: Welcome back to Susan Harmon Experience. Uh, as always, Eric picks great songs uh, because that song is good on so many things. We were talking about love. But um, I should mention that right now Venus and Mercury are conjunct, which is communicating love. Uh, which is, I'm I'm oversimplifying, but that'll do, look it up, people. Uh, This morning, we had the new moon in Gemini at 10.39 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And uh, today, for those of you who may look at this later, is Friday, May the 22nd. Uh, We also have lunar eclipses. We've got three in a row coming up. We've got a lunar eclipse in Sag on the 5th of June. And then uh, we have um, the uh, solar eclipse on June the 21st. And then 4th of July, folks, another lunar eclipse, July 4, 5 lunar eclipse. So uh, June 5th and 6th lunar eclipse, June 21st solar eclipse, and July 4th, 5th lunar eclipse. Those all, all really affect you, especially if you have planets, your sun, your rising or whatever in Gemini virgo sagittarius or pisces you're headed for big change i think one of the reasons i'm sharing that with you is my son is in pisces and my moon is in gemini so big change baby i uh, ran on ran on and then there will be uh two more eclipses at the end of the year november 29th and 30th there'll be a lunar eclipse and december 14th a solar eclipse so these three eclipses coming in uh, june and july are kind of a kind of a big deal so uh that that is something definitely worth talking about uh we talked a little bit earlier about um uh, we're moving to uh, uh moving we'll probably have over 100,000 dead by the end of Memorial Day weekend in the United States from COVID-19 and uh Pina uh, was, when did we talk about this last week or the week before, Pina, about scientists working together? You know, because we keep saying, oh, China's doing this, China's doing that. But the Chinese scientists, Italian scientists, scientists from other countries are working together. Uh, We talked a little bit last week about the, uh, uh, what is it, Moderna? Uh, Moderna's, uh, uh, you know, possible... uh, their trials yeah they're trials. They're, tri- they're they're in trials and they're trying to push them a little a little harder a little faster than usual to get a vaccine and uh, I remember you commented that uh, we live in a country that uh, d- operates on everything's about money and yes. in other countries things are about life
2: right right I mean it's driven by money obviously just you know and so basically, their, their study, I talked to my relative, the scientist. So he explained to me how the phases are. And um, so their study is like an accelerated phase. It's called the kind of the challenging trial where they can test fewer people. Um, and then also what he thought it was also another combination of the ring vaccination, a system that was used for Ebola where that when they send them home, then they vaccinate part of their family or friends. And then they see the difference between the transmission of the vaccinated and not unvaccinated because the trial for Moderna here is only like 45 people, but they only give us the results for eight successful
0: people. Right. Right.
2: So we're getting it. We're
0: getting a thumbnail of it.
2: Yeah. That's a very small number where the testing they're doing in his own laboratory in Naples, um, Italy, which is called the Pascale Institute, they're testing, they're testing on different things. It's at least 300, and one of the largest trials is over 2,2100. And like he was saying, the trials that Moderna is using, the real study for the anti vaccine for HPV was 23,000. So this one is a very accelerated system, which not all scientists agree on because it's, it's a speed trial so the numbers of eight that's very small and that's when he said you have to remember that you know in the states you know everything is driven by money so they have to show some kind of success in order to drive up the stock right
0: and which it did which it did
2: right so you know he said more slightly in about a month between all the different scientists all over the world they're probably within a month they might have something um you know that it's going to to be some kind of you know successful vaccine, but you know they're testing, like I said, over in the thousands of people, not just you know.
0: And that's what you have to do. Uh, you know, I think that uh, I think that we are on the right track. I think that to me, if we can um, kind of pull back from all this anger. Yeah. Which, which, you know, anybody with any sense knows is based in fear. You you, ever corner a, you know, a frightened animal, they're going to attack. That's what uh, we have. uh, Human beings are the same way. When they feel threatened, they attack. Uh, You got these guys marching into the state legislature armed uh, they finally arrested one guy who had threatened the governor of of Michigan's life, but there's a lot of others that should uh, should be arrested as well in my opinion. Uh, you know any minority group who did what these white guys did uh, would would be in jail or shot <laughs> you know? so it's uh it's it's very upsetting that we can't um, come to some positive thing. And I think the only way we can do it is just to keep being positive. I mean, yeah. do you have any good ideas on that?
2: Well, I mean, it's just disheartening that, you know, the the very people that these protesters and, you know, whatever you want, want to call followers, are attacking the very people they're trying to protect them. It's like, instead... Than taking their rage on the ones that are causing this or the ones that are right. to right. their inaction to their failure, and how can you listen to somebody? I don't care what kind of education you have or don't have. It doesn't take much to just listen to some of the words that's coming out of you know this political arena to to figure out that. This person is not genuine. This person doesn't care about you. They only care about themselves. And it's, the sick part is they care about their political agenda. I mean, we're talking about human lives here. And we didn't get to millions of people being infected by, you know, by taking steps. He failed, and he continues to fail. And instead of basically saying, you know what, I screwed up, everybody has room for redemption, Right but there's Correct. no way. You know, there's no way in this. This is the sad part. It's it's very like you said, you know, you almost feel sorry for the for this person.
0: Right. And, well, I feel sorry when when a, when a 4-year-old when a throws a, temp, a temper tantrum as well. Yeah. But I usually say now, now, do uh, you feel a little bit better? Good. Now let's have a discussion about that. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you can't pull your sister's hair. You know? I mean, it's not nice. You know, <laughs> and they, even a four-year-old learns, right? <laughs> oh, well, apparently some of them don't because he's still four years. Old. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I exaggerate. He he alternates between four and ten. Wouldn't that? I don't think he can do anything that's much older than a ten or eleven-year-old boy.
2: Ken is pushing it, because if you listen to his vocabulary, it's just very sad. He doesn't have, you know, the, um, the ability to
0: talk, period. Well, and which, again, points to the way things are in our country. Because he went to an Ivy League school, well, wait a minute, did he earn his way into it, or did his parents buy his way into it? Yeah. You know, so it doesn't mean anything, the school you went to. It's just like saying... Well, if you have a college degree, you get a better job. Not if you're from a poor family. If you're from a family where your dad knows, you know, Joe Schmo over here who owns this company. Hey, my son just graduated. Really, have him come in and see me, you know. You know, the janitor's son isn't going to get treated that way.
2: I, I just don't get how his speech can be so elementary. I understand people that speak different languages like I do. I have to think because my brain has to switch between the languages. And sometimes, you know, the language you have to kind of, it gets a little bit more elementary. But even I, that I have to navigate between three languages, I think I have a better vocabulary than he does.
0: Yeah, well, uh, yes, you do. Uh, but we have a we have an interest. The United States is a very interesting place. I remember a woman that uh, got here from Somalia. You know, came out of a war torn situation, no government, no nothing. Uh, young woman, she spoke seven languages, and they wanted to put her back in high school here.
2: Oh, that's what happened to me.
0: <laughs> Did really
2: I was two years of college, and because of my age, I was sixteen. They didn't know what to do with me, you know, and, and this is in, in the 70s, right? So <laughs> they just didn't know what to do. But because of my age, it just put me into the high school system. I didn't speak oh a word goodness. of English because so I studied French. Uh-huh. And I, for about a year, I was just devastated. It's like, I can't deal with this. I've dealt This is with crazy. College students, <laughs> you know?
0: Yes, yeah, so did you get out of there?
2: Uh, well, no. I mean, I just had to go through it. I didn't have to take any classes, uh, you know. The- <laughs> so that's how we teachers. handle it. <laughs> I just took ESL, and then I took speech classes, communication. And then when I went to college, I said, I'm so determined to, to master the languages. I'm so pissed off about people, you know, telling me, I don't understand what you say. Can you repeat that? Da, 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 da. And so maybe that's the extra push that I don't have a very strong accent. I mean, now I almost feel sorry that I should have a stronger accent. It's still there, but not as pronounced. But that was well, a termination. But that's what that's what happened to me.
0: Well, that that's good. Now we are we're, we're winding down here. When we've been babbling away, um, one of the things to remember that freewheeling discussing away. I know freewheeling. (laughs) See, See, his take on things is so much more profound than mine. (laughs) Yeah, we're just messing around. Um, So, I just really think that we really need to be paying attention to how this election is going to be held. I'm telling you, there's going to be a tremendous amount of chicanery. We will be talking about that next week uh, more because it's really important. When you are wanting to get 50,000 volunteers to uh, be in uh, 15 swing states to not only harass voters. I saw this done on a small scale uh, in South Dakota when they followed Natives out, took their license plate numbers down, and threatened them because of the way they voted.
1: Well, this is one of the reasons why Trump doesn't want mail-in votes because that's right uh, they can't intimidate people uh, if they're mailing from their home
0: that's right and they they done it Washington state's not the only state that does mail-in ballots who else does it uh, and um, there has there and there's three. no fraud what yeah there are three Oregon Washington and Colorado well so- all the good states, the ones that do pot, they're all doing we got we can't go to the polls. We gotta sit here and fill it out at home. No, we're too stoned. I can't drive like this. No. Never mind. I'm sorry. I just thought it was funny. Um uh, You're not laughing, Eric.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was looking up to see if there was uh, additional states, because I know additional states have uh, agreed to do mail-in efforts or uh, uh, mail-in ballots for at least for this election. It's been my understanding that you could always request an absentee ballot. um, And so I, I think they're expanding that for everybody in a lot of places.
0: I agree. Yes.
2: It basically said that in twenty states, um, it permits vote, you know, via absentee ballot, but and then six states allows voters to request permanent absentee status. So at least in twenty states it looks like, and then I was looking at Washington State how far back it goes back to the election reforms and mm-hmm. it goes for the absentee ballots it was as early as nineteen ninety three. So you know, it's been in the works, but it's been a few years that we've been voting by mail, and it's working fine here. Yeah,
0: it's working. Yeah, and nobody, and there, and if there, and believe me, if there was fraud, people would be jumping up and down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. you can go in and look at these ballots anytime you want. Do you know what I mean? You 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 are allowed to do that. Right. Yeah. They can't be
1: switched because they can't identify. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. You 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 the voters not identified because their name's not on their ballot. But you are able to look at the ballots and see who, you know, how many ballots did this, and and mm-hmm. you you can't switch those out. It's, it's really hard. When we did the hand count on the governor's race a few years back, you know, there was no, no there was, it was, there's no way of cheating. Is what I'm saying. I I participated in that. It couldn't. Nobody could cheat. Well, guys, how, or, they, how they can accuse people of voting in more than one state? Is it because they have residents
2: in two different no, states? No, no,
0: no. I'll explain that next week because it's mm-hmm. an insidious thing that Kovachar out of, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Kansas, uh came up oh. with this thing and people even had different middle names he said oh they were the same person when they weren't because they have very common names anyway uh, it was all it, it was another bit of really profound misinformation so folks we are headed out the door i have had a fun time with you guys today i really appreciate it with my sore mouth it's really nice to talk to people i like <laughs> But I'll be really on top of it next week. Uh, I can hear a difference in my voice, but I guess others don't hear that little lispy sound that I'm hearing. Maybe it's sexy, though. Maybe the lisp is sexy. Who knows? (laughs) But whatever it is, folks, there is one thing you need to do, no matter what else you do, and that is dance.